Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, no, he didn't. Girl, uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Welcome back. It's Oh No Girl Yes, the podcast. Uh, we buy coastal now, y'all. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, and so make sure you're following us on all social media. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel if you are listening to this, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you check us out so you can see us say this as well. And YouTube is also a great way to comment, interact, and engage with us. All right. So this is our second episode of season five. Welcome back. Hopefully you've been doing well since our hiatus. We caught you up. So if you haven't caught up with us from episode one, season five, go do that. Come back. Yeah, go do that. Go do that. Press pause. Go do that. Come back. And so this week, um, gosh, did we even talk about what we talking about? <laughs> I feel like last we week we talked about you had dated. You had been yeah, dating. We, yeah. We literally just hopped on and pressed record. We, we just hopped on and pressed record. It's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> so last week you alluded to the fact that you had been dating several guys and you were kind of figuring out how to get into flow of dating more than one guy, not over committing, not over right. intentionality with one guy. And we've done previous episodes before about that, about the rotation or roster. So we're going to talk about your recent experience of meeting guys, dating guys, dating two guys at once, and how you were mm-hmm. able to manage it. And did you even like it? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I enjoyed it. Oh, it was. Fantastic. I was going to say, I already knew that. That's why I said that. Okay. <laughs> I know she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it a lot. But you were able to find a balance between because of their particular careers and schedules. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. a whole lot of overlapping or confusion. And, and it didn't require a lot of my time, believe it or not. Um, one guy lives uh, lived three hours from here. The other one worked a pretty, a pretty steady uh, job where he was gone uh, most evenings. He was only available on the weekends. Like during the week, he worked a lot more. And so that just kind of, it just kind of worked itself out. And so. Oh, I, I thought you were saying something. <laughs> so where, so where are you on that now? You got to give us more details. Okay. So the first guy, I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I met him online. I met him on Bumble. I have since deleted the Bumble app, but that's another story for another day. Um, but I did meet him on Bumble. Um, I met him while I was working in his city. So I used to, what I used to do on these dating apps or on Bumble, I would just wait until I got outside of my own city. Cause I kind of, the market wasn't good here. <laughs> oh, it's so a great idea if you travel, open up your dating apps. Cause it'll yeah, I travel a lot for work and for pleasure. So whenever I would be in a new city, I would just pull it up and see who was out there. And so we connected and um, hit it off instantly. And um, I think we saw each other maybe within a week of us uh, connecting. Um, wow. He drove all the way down here three hours. Um, and turn around and drove back after he took me out. So it was just like, you know, just an instant connection. Um, and then sometimes we would meet up in the middle or I would go see him. So um, so that that was cool. So when that you say cool. instant connection, right? Uh, based on my experience of you dating this guy, it, it, it was an instant connection. Y'all enjoyed each other, but it also did not feel overly serious. Did not. That's the thing. And I think in that moment, in that headspace I was in, it wasn't, I was open to dating, but I didn't really want to uh, pursue a long-term relationship, I would say. And I still don't even know if that's where I am right now. But um, so it worked out, first of all, that he was away. That sounds odd to some of y'all, because I know some of y'all like to be up under people. And I, I don't. prefer long distance every day of the week. <laughs> so that part worked out. So it gave me a chance to look forward to seeing him the next time. And, um, but uh, I would say 
it was drama free. I, I don't know when the last time I dated someone where there wasn't a big blowout about nothing a lot of times. Peaceful um, companion, may I offer? A peaceful companion. Now, if you don't know what a peaceful companion is, I discussed that last yes, week. Go did. back and check that out. And when I first started using the terminology, you, my friend, everybody's like, peaceful companion. And it's hard to describe it until you experience until it. Until you experience it, yeah. yeah. And it was so drama, I mean, just drama free, for real. Um, I think our biggest issue eventually would have become um, the fact that he was raising, uh, or he had raised his two daughters. Um, his wife had passed away several years ago. Uh, so he raised them from like early teenage to adulthood. And one, the youngest one was still um, living in his house, which is not a problem. I lived with my parents after I graduated college. I don't care about that part, but she didn't drive. <laughs> And so, um, and this never became a, a talking point for us as far as like any kind of argument, because I just, it wasn't my place. I knew it wasn't. And plus he was just my peaceful companion. It wasn't that big a deal. But I think if we were going to try to pursue a relationship, if that were going to happen, that would have been an issue for us simply because um, a lot of times when he would come see me, he would have to leave in a, within a certain amount of time in the same day to go back to pick her up from work or he would have to get up in the morning and take her to, you know, it was just, and that was a burden he chose to bear that, you know, that's, that's his child. So I stayed out of that. Um, and because I don't, we didn't live in the same city. I, if, if we had tried to pursue something more, that would have probably been our biggest issue um, just with our distance and his, his responsibilities to her or the ones he chose to take on. Um, we didn't, what happened, I don't know what happened in the end. <laughs> This is where it gets murky because I, I believe maybe the, I don't know, maybe it just kind of, I always tell Eunice this now. I'm like, we stopped talking kind of completely now. It used to, it, it kind of weaned off where we would talk, not as much as we used to. Um, and I always tell, I, I tell Eunice that, and I still believe this to this day. We, I think we're going to reconnect at some point. I don't know when that will be. Right. Um, because there was no, no ugly words, no, no disagreements, nothing. We just, we just stopped, just you know? Now, yeah. I and it honestly to... happened in the new year. He had told me like right before the new year, we saw each other and y'all know I'd be going out on new year. Like I went to new Orleans with my girlfriends to see Alabama play. You did. Um, and we had been FaceTiming that, that weekend cause it was new years and stuff like that. But I feel like both of our energies shifted once I got back. And we just stopped talking as much. We didn't see, we hadn't seen each other since uh, December. Um, and then, um, but before December hit, I mean, before the new year hit, he had a conversation with me and he was talking to his daughter while he was talking to me. It was real odd. <laughs> but he was just telling her, hey, new year, new uh, new rules for us. You're going to get your license. You're going to get, you know, he had, she had a car. You're going to drive your car. You're going to do this. I'm no longer going to be supporting you in this, you know, endeavor. And he used to have those conversations with her, with me on the phone. So I don't even know if that ever even happened. Um, I felt like they all needed a, a little bit of therapy, family therapy or something like that to get beyond, you know, because it's grief. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff mixed in. Right. There. This guy was a widower. Um, so he probably right. has coddled his daughter a bit just in lieu yeah. of losing her mind yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah and that so, definitely would have been an issue for y'all. And I want to feel like, I feel like when you say peaceful companion, I think some people might hear that as like friends with benefits 
or uh, a booty buddy or fun buddy. It's not that. Mm-mm. And no. I want to no, clarify. No, because no, no. no, that's, that's totally different. Right. No. It is not that. And I and yeah. I don't know if that's worth doing a whole new episode this season. Yeah, but it is. I think it is. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, no attachment, no drama. That's just friends with benefits. But a peaceful companion is actually different. The way I would describe it in this being a new term that I offer, mm-hmm. kind of like reminds me when, um, who was it? Gwyneth Paltrow and her dude said a conscious uncoupling. It's like, we didn't break up. We just said, hey, let's just not be together like that no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Let's not make it a thing. But mm-hmm. I feel a peaceful companion is someone that is not just about sharing uh, a certain type of intimacy. It's deeper than that. There's a true friendship there. There There's you go. Companionship there. Yeah. It's someone yeah. who likes to go places and do things. Right. It's and not someone who encourages you. Right. He was a big encourager. Um, he put me on the secret that my, my friend over here did not. Y'all, we'll talk about the secret later. Law of attraction is a real thing. I, but know, yeah, so like so it, it was years ago for me. So I thought we were right. It was big. all this. I know it was all this positive energy, just yeah. positive all the time. So yeah, so I enjoyed that. It's over now for now. Right. And so the reason why you say you believe y'all will reconnect is not like you're somewhere pining, like, oh, we'll get back together. It's just you busy, he busy, you doing what you're doing, he's doing what he's doing, no harm, no foul. And so if it is a, hey, what's going on? You won't have the same energy you would have from someone you had tried to be intentional. Exactly. Or like, no, don't come say nothing to me now. Like We've already established a friendship and whatever happens, happens. You talk to him, whatever you talk to him. And listen, y'all, listen, this piece, I promise you, the peaceful companionship changed my life last year. (laughs) I raved about it. I'm excited Mm -hmm. for my friends who have experienced it. And, and, and the beauty of it, it's, it's, we're really going to have to break down so people can get, cause it's a paradigm shift, right? Yeah. About why do you want to date someone, right? Uh-huh. You want companionship, you want connectivity. So many times the current dating thought is attachment. And it's really when you shift from, I don't care about being attached to someone I'm not connected to. I would rather be connected to someone I'm not attached to. Mm-hmm. Same, but yeah, yes. exactly. So, but while you were still in connection with this particular guy, you met another guy. I met another guy, right? Okay. Uh, This was, I'm not going to call it a not non-peaceful companion because we didn't have any, but it wasn't a connection. He was cute. He was fun, but it wasn't a connection. He was cute. He was fun. We met him. I met him out with Eunice and um, we um, did not hit it off on the good right foot at first, right? Yeah, I feel like we started <laughs> arguing with this guy on on site, and then somehow he, he became cute to my friend. Yeah, I don't know. He he said something real manly to me, and I, you know, just kind of what I what, think she had stood up and was talking, and he said something like, "All right, now you can sit down," and she was like. Uh. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, she got real feminine. <laughs> right. She and found so her non-feminine in that moment. <laughs> right. But this guy, he talks a lot. And so that's probably what would have been our downfall in, in the he end. He talked anyway. a lot. He, he talked, talked a, lot. a lot. So she finally told him, once she realized that I was, you know, looking at him differently, she finally told him, like, hey, 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 touch your mouth. Stop Listen, I just had to put a dude, this will be another episode. I just had to tell a grown man, a 54-year-old man, I said, for you to get a woman to not answer your calls, not want to kiss you, not want to be with you no more, you done done, you done messed up on such epic levels because we want the companionship. We want yeah. the intimacy. We will accept stuff we know we shouldn't accept just because we don't want to mess up our good thing. Right. So for a woman to get to the point where she's like, I'm mm. done, brother. You have jumped really from the highest hilltop. <laughs> you have. You have. 
You have. So, but you still um, have fun and went out with this talk. Actually, about. he was fun, though. You know, even though he had a big old mouth. He, But he was fun. We enjoyed dating. He lived closer, so um, it wasn't um, as much um, of a challenge to get together. So, um, and he liked, he liked the fact that I was like, hey, let's date. Let's, you know, do this. And I was up front with the fir very first day I met him. I knew this wasn't going to be a thing. And I told him as much. Uh, and I was blunt, you know. Um, he took it on as a challenge. All you got to do, if you want a man to mind. chase you, tell him you're not interested in dating. Right. He on took site. it on as a challenge to change my mind. And every chance I got, I tried to remind him, hey, remember, we talked about this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and we didn't really have a, uh, we didn't have a falling out either. I just decided that I didn't want to hurt his feelings in the end, to be honest. Um, I could see that he was not getting the fact that we weren't going to be together. And um, I just thought it best, you know, we just stopped talking all together. So those were here breaking hard, y'all. She out here breaking hard. No, I don't want to be that person. Like, I mean, it, it reminded me of like me back in the day, maybe in my twenties or even teenage years or whatever. And you meet someone, and they some men were honest. They're like, oh, I ain't looking for no girlfriend. I'm like, okay, but you know, we can still date because I think I'm gonna change her mind. You know, it was that kind of mindset. And um, I didn't. And when you I look back at how we used to believe that, like that was a, just a common thread, girl. He just ain't met me. Right. You, you ain't, think you ain't he don't want to be in a relationship? He and just me ain't hear met that me. now. <laughs> me and hear that now, where whereas we've grown and and we know better. And we're and like, oh yeah, no, I want to be in a relationship. As a challenge, like it's like, and it wasn't even a challenge for us. It was just like, yeah, you say that, but. I'm great. Well, and I think that's with anything. I think it's from having a kid, getting a pet, starting a job. You know, it's something that you know is going to be something. It's going to be harder mm -hmm. than, than I think I want it to be. But at right. some point you get into a groove and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And I think when we were younger, we thought we would let a dude would get into the groove of being our man. <laughs> and then you go back after you fell in love and he was like, well, man, I told you I wouldn't try. You'd be like, I know that's what you said, but, and now we're on the other side looking at these dudes like, bro, fall back. Did I say ain't doing that? <laughs> like I've gotten to where I can't even tell dudes I'm not dating because they no, see it. That, yeah, that, that becomes an immediate turn on for them. Like, yeah, they are going to pounce, try to. So now where are you now? Um, you don't really talk to either of these dudes. This was probably within, so probably you were kind of had them in a rotation towards the end of 2022. The last quarter of 2020. Last quarter. Last yeah. dating quarter. So now where are you the first quarter of 2020? That was a season, right? That was a season for dating, right? So now, yeah. um, so I, like I said, I deleted my Bumble app. I know we've given Bumble too much credit on here for them not to pay us. You know what? We were like pro Bumble. Then we were anti-dating apps. And so she said, I'm going to go back out there. And she got a chance to meet so a I talked talk to a girlfriend who, who lives in Georgia and she was telling me about Hinge. And she was like, you should try out Hinge. She was telling me about the success rate she's had on there. And I was like, okay. I mean, I'm not putting Bumble on my, my phone ever again, I don't think. But I was like, I'll try something different. So I did Hinge. And it's a, it's a bit of an onboarding process where you have to answer a few more questions. They let you send videos. They let, you know, show your personality. So it's been fun just swiping through, looking at people's um, profiles. And um, I've communicated with some guys. Um, it is geographically based. So I'm in Birmingham. Normally that, that would be a problem. Um, but I found a lot of the people that I've connected with are actual transplants uh, who aren't initially from here. And I haven't, I think I've come across one person that I recognize from the Bumble app because I had known all those guys by name and face. Um, 
every once in a while you just looking for somebody new. Just like yeah, you be like, dang, recycling these dudes. Or yeah, they recycle them. Like I thought I said no to him already. Right. But um, but yeah, so this was this has been fresh. It's been fun. Um, I've met. Um, I've I've communicated with a few. I got a invite. It reminds me of those days when we were on a what was that first thing we joined together. Not not in a negative way, was but it just match. Dot com? The ma it was a match.com. Yeah. At time we got stood up in in, in Huntsville. <laughs> we told y'all this story, I'm sure. Yeah, Maybe go back. That, that must be season one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got stood up one time. Well, I got stood up. She went with me. I went so with her on the road trip. Got she got stood up. up by the dude. We came back to the hotel, ate checkers hamburgers, and joined match.com. And then yeah. I think we weren't gonna let that it. happen to us ever. I think we, we deleted it the next day. <laughs> we did. But in that 24 hours, I remember there being so much to go through, so many inboxes. And so it does Bumble was not like that. And I think it's because it was a just a woman-led uh app and this men can reach out as well so it's just like so much and it, that you know other than that i'm having fun on it i'm enjoying it. okay but have you met someone on hinge yeah yeah i've okay. met i've i've met one guy well i met a couple of guys one guy that we've already exchanged numbers so we're okay off the, off the app communicating um and yeah but haven't you been going out with somebody else <laughs> i'm trying to remember uh-uh. The guy who saw the video on Facebook. Oh, girl. Y'all, she be forgetting. But I wanted to point that out. I wanted to point out that she is so much in these streets. She literally is forgetting who she is dating. Aren't you dating? Have you been on dates with someone? I have gone out. We haven't officially I'm gone gonna, I'm gonna on go a ahead date. and blow up, y'all. So she's been going out with somebody that she's not cool. She has connected with someone on Hinge, has not met him, and she didn't forgot about the dude she has physically met. So I'm hopeful for this new dude on Hinge. She ain't even met this dude. Excuse my dog breathing. I forgot all about this dude. Yes, well, see, my mind is so focused on the app right now. I'm like, oh yeah, I did meet somebody that wasn't on the app. So this other guy, um, he uh, he added me as a friend and we had mutual friends. Y'all know how Facebook is. If I got mutual friends, I'll add you, I don't care. Cause I think you, I know you from somewhere, but I didn't. Um, but he added me as a friend or requested my friend thingy and I, I, I um, approved it. And then like maybe a, a day or two later, he commented on the video units and I went to this uh, New Orleans in inspired restaurant here in Birmingham. And he commented on it and said, is this in Birmingham? Yeah, yeah it's in Avondale. And so um, then he jumped in my inbox and he was like, so we should go one day or something like that. You know, that was how, you know, how he I feel like that guy was very proactive. I don't know anything yeah. about him. No, 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 no. And I, I mean, I don't have anything. You're right. I do get easily distracted because this other guy did kind of get my attention real fast. But this guy did too. Look at her, y'all. Look at the little grandma. We'll be talking about this on the main channel. This is real time gossip. Oh, I know. Okay, Patreon, you'll get the deets on this. I'm sorry, I forgot. I just wanted to point out. I was like, man, she really has left out a whole human that in 2023. Like, it's the only person she's been on dates with in 2023. I said, not that I'm not going to talk about it on the main channel. I am, but we try to protect people. We try to protect people's identity. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be dating someone, and then they come across our podcast like was you talking about me on your podcast last week you know like well, about that yeah so it, you can join us on patreon uh we have a little bit more details there and until we see like a strange name that we don't recognize we go we gonna give addresses and socials because <laughs> we might be dating your guy so join well, patreon man. to get the behind the scenes but listen y'all she she's uh it's butterfly season she is out here flitting and floating in the universe i can't wait to see if this hinge guy 
So she joins Hinge. She tells me she likes the way Hinge is set up. And then I think yesterday you was like, oh, I met somebody on Hinge. But she hasn't met him. But she likes yeah. him enough just from the engagement. Yeah. And guys need to realize how important engagement can get you so far ahead of the game. You get in my mind that way, right? If you engage, if you communicate, if you seem interested, if you seem genuine, you seem authentic. I hate when men say, oh, well, I'm not perfect. Oh, my God, perfect is the biggest turnoff in the world, right? And it mm -hmm. doesn't exist. But if you're like, oh, this dude got these flaws and these bumps and bruises and he shared them. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go. That's cute. You know, it suits you. So we're going to look for an update by next week. She better have met Hinge. But we're yeah. going to talk more about she's been dating on patreon so if you're not a patreon subscriber you might want to go ahead and subscribe and you can go back and then go back and listen to old episodes of everything is on there. child you look at our real when we had a set we had a set in the sign field one time it's funny yeah we it's a whole thing so check that out uh i will say you guys i have relocated to los angeles i've been here for less than three weeks and i have already been on a date oh <laughs> and keep in mind i retired from dating okay oh, that story time for next week so that might be story time for next week. You know, we might have more to add. And who knows? Bella, Bella, come here, come here, come All right. That might be next week's story time. Or she might be dating a new guy by next week. But either way, we'll see you next week on the next episode of... Oh, no, he didn't. Girl, and yes, he did.